Welcome back to Jay Tendencies, y'all. I am your host, Jay Suave. And I am Jay Reese. It's been it's been it's been a fun week in football this week. I know I say this every week, but it gets it almost gets more interesting every time we go through this. We've seen some pretty good games this week. We've seen a lot of good things for Christmas and Christmas miracles for Philly. I know Jay is happy. He's in his Devontae Smith jersey. You already right know. Now. Hey, one and no in this Devontae Smith jersey. <laughs> All I have to say. He's in this mini jersey. They won. We're just going to go straight into the recap. At first, I want to talk about the Lions have finally won the NFC North, y'all. They ended up beating Minnesota 30-24. to You had Amon Ra go insane. I didn't think it was going to go too crazy. <clears throat> I had him on my fantasy this week. Speaking of that, I have made my championship, y'all. It's exciting. Hopefully, my guys don't bust next week. Pause. But, whoa. But hopefully... Hope everybody booms. But just one of the things you got, just they've won the North already. Got Jameer Gibbs looking like a stud as a rookie. They got two rookies with over six touchdowns. I think that's the first time in NFL history that two rookies on the same team have over six touchdowns each. So, Sale Porta and him are playing really well. Yeah, and I think this is, well, three guys in Lions history have had um, 10 touchdowns in a thousand scrimmage yards. I can't forget who the first one is with the lines, but I know the other one is Barry, and now Jameer Gibbs just did it. So he, he's be, he's in some elite company right there. It's gonna be three um three Lions rookies with over six touchdowns after on uh, Wednesday rest their starters on the last week because you know who's gonna come in, Hendon Hooker, and he's gonna throw six touchdowns in that one game. So bro, we'll you have, think, you, you, bro there's literally no way they bench their guys next week i think not next week because next um i think well actually i think there Does is anyone chance. still have a chance to be first seed yeah not if they lose this week if they lose this week it's out the window so if they win this week they'll probably play the starters of last week so they can get a chance at the number one seed but if they lose against the cowboys then um there's no chance of them getting the first seed anymore so that's at that point you should rest your starters and make sure everybody's straight and ready to go for the playoffs because you guys want to win your first playoff game in over 30 years because I still think even though they've been to the playoffs before um in the past couple of decades, I don't think they've won with Matt Stafford. And hey, it'll be their first game at Ford Field in over 30 years in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like you said, how about them Cowboys? They took the L this weekend. Jason Sanders, five for five. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Philly. That was an early Christmas present to me. <laughs> but yeah, but, man, yeah. You, you can even tell. It, it, I literally saw this um, meme the other day. It was, you know how Jackson Smith and, and Jigba has um, his Dallas Cowboy tattoo on his arm? Mm-hmm. And they, like there was just this Cowboys account that said, thank you for that, Jackson. I was like, bro, y'all suck for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, y'all, y'all got a good Christmas Philly win, Cowboys loss. Hey, first off, let me just keep on going with the Cowboys. Their lack of a run game will really end up biting them in the playoffs because I think I saw a stat Whereas Tony Pollard has only had over 100 yards in one week, and that was the first week of the season, and he hasn't hit over 100 since. Did he not have – well, maybe not, but I know he had a touchdown against Carolina. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but he didn't have over 100. But, um, yeah, he hasn't had over 100 yards since the beginning of the season. And that run game, that's what Mike McCarthy said he was going to implement more once Kellen Moore left. They said they were going to be so pass-heavy, and they're going to implement more of a balanced um, offense. But you haven't seen that so far this season. Like it's not like they needed to implement that run game earlier this season because the pass game was working really well. 
But you see that these other teams are trying to um, really get to implement their run game against them now, like Buffalo and Miami have. So that's really, you know, like Nick Bosa said about us, did they just give the, give us the blueprint on how to beat the Dallas Cowboys? So um, we'll yeah. see how that what that leads to in the playoffs. The Cowboys are now the fifth seed with Philly winning. And this is the Dolphins' first win against a team with a winning record all season. So that was a much-needed win for Miami to prove, hey, we can hold our own against these teams in the playoffs. Will they be able to really? We'll have to find out. I don't think so. But um, I'm ready to be surprised. I'm ready for me to eat my words. Yeah, you know, both of these teams have been criticized for beating up on soft teams, for mm-hmm. not beating teams over 500. So I guess it was like, <clears throat> it was the only thing that could happen this week for them to actually have a really good game, like just a real battle. It was only natural. Yeah, it was, at the end of the day, both teams were going to get a win over over 500 team this week. So um, I'm glad it was the Dolphins, though. Made my Christmas Eve very jolly. And what made my Christmas even more jolly was Philadelphia winning, right? Philadelphia won. I think it was 20, um, I think, was it 28 to 20, I think? Because I know we won by eight points. So I think it was 28 yeah. to 20. And then Jalen Hurts, 345 total yards, two touchdowns. And really, our defense did a really good job all game. Um, the only thing is that we gave up 14 points, not because the Giants played better than our defense at all that game, but because we shot ourselves in the foot and gave up 14 free points. We had one special teams fumble at the 10-yard line when Zacchaeus bumped into Boston Scott and knocked the ball loose, and then Saquon Barkley was able to re- uh, walk into the end zone. Then later we had the pick six on Jalen Hurts. People are blaming Jalen Hurts for that pick six. I don't see it because Dallas Goddard was wide open. He just happened to slip on his route. So if he didn't slip, that would have been a completion for mean yards after catch. And we also got Kelly, um, uh, Keely Ringo with his first career interception. Bro is a dog. I'm ready to see this young cornerback duo in the future. It's going to be so exciting. And then we had Swift finally got 20 carries, got 90 plus yards and a touchdown on the game. Now we're finally going to see what happens when you run the ball with DeAndre Swift. He will cook, and we will win these games. His worst fear is being stopped at the one, bro. Oh yeah, of course. This man that... would be this man would be Ladainley and Tomlinson if the field was ninety nine yards. <laughs> Jalen Jalen Hurts loves it. Jalen Hurts is his age. Hey, also, Jalen Hurts, NFL um record holder for most touchdowns by a quarterback rushing in the NFL, beating out Cam. I don't care if you say they're phony touchdowns or whatnot. At the end of the day, you can't squat 600 pounds and you won't be able to push all those people into the end zone no matter what. And he still has a plenty of touchdowns where he's not just doing the touch push, where he's actually scrambling, getting good touchdowns. But, you know, congratulations, Jalen Hurts, on that. You know, I love to see it. Jalen, I, I don't say, know if you love to see it, but I love say, to see it. I'm going to say congratulations to Jalen Hurts. It's mm-hmm. an amazing accomplishment. I'm not taking away anything from it because scoring in the NFL is hard. Mm-hmm. However... In these 15 touchdowns, he has had 39 yards. <laughs> 15 touchdowns, 39 yards. You don't really see that, but hey, I'm not hey. hating. It's yeah. a good accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And, and I like no Jalen other Hurts. quarterback in the league can accomplish exactly. tush push. Exactly. So even more credit to Jalen Hurts because he's the only player and this is the only team that's able to do it. So, mm-hmm. you know. Bro, there was some props. that tried to do it yesterday. It looks so bad. I forget Bro, who it was. They're always bad at it. I think what's it called? Dang, I can't remember who it was either. Oh, it doesn't like, matter. 
No one but has then, no one has a better center than the Chiefs. Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. I mm-hmm. mean, Creed Humphrey's up there, but like that's about it. <laughs> yeah. But um uh, that was my early Christmas present, right? We got Philly in the afternoon, then at night. I got even more presents. I got even more, another, a bigger gift. Watching the 49ers get blown out by the Ravens. I told y'all it was going to happen. Um, people thought I was crazy, right? They said that, you know, the 49ers, no, they said they were like, the 49ers, like, you weren't saying I was crazy, but a lot of people were just thinking I was crazy because I had the Ravens at my number one spot the past couple of weeks. And I was like, watch, when they play head to head, we're going to watch the Ravens dominate them. And they're like, nah, the 49ers are just a better team. Look what happens when you take away the run and um, Brock Purdy's not able to get those um, passes that will go, oh, oh, like a screen pass will go 50 yards, right? Brock Purdy struggled. They tried giving him screen passes to Debo and it was not. It was not working. Marlon Humphreys was there, bro. Marlon Humphreys was ready to hit, bro. But um, the Ravens are a really good team at tackling an open space. And we saw that against the 49ers. The 49ers are really good at a run after catch. But um, they weren't able to do anything like that. Yeah, last night or Monday night. And Brock Purdy, I still think he's a pretty good quarterback, but he did struggle heavily whenever those options were taken away when the run game wasn't working as well. And they were playing from behind and he couldn't really rely on those weapons to make them make those um, strategic moves. He needed to make those moves, right? It was all on him and he wasn't able to accomplish that. He had four interceptions. That was the first, um, his uh, career, that was career high. And then, you know, Sam Darnold came in, scored a touchdown, then went out there and threw another interception. But that <laughs> Ravens defense, they have the best defense in the league. They have um, the now front runner for MVP, um, Lamar Jackson. Yes, and, sir. Um, what I've been I have nothing to say. The Ravens dominated on all fronts. They were cooking, man. They were cooking. But, yeah, like I've said for the past three, four weeks, Lamar is my MVP. Mm-hmm. And y'all know I'm a big advocate for CMC, too, because he was a Panther. But – they're going to – they might as well rename it Best QB Award because mm-hmm. they are not going to give it to CMC, especially if the Ravens went out. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. We'll talk exactly. about that a little bit they're, more later. They'll definitely go and we'll, – we'll see with this Dolphins game. But most definitely, great game by the Ravens. Purdy was just a disaster. Like you said, four interceptions, mm-hmm. one dropped. You see Purdy falling to the pressure. We've said we've mm-hmm. said this all. Whenever he gets pressured, it's over. Mm-hmm. But people didn't want to listen. They were like, nah, Purdy's Purdy's the next coming of um Joe Montana. They don't want to listen to us, They Jerry. don't want to listen. <laughs> but um, hey, you know what? Let's talk. Let me hear you talk about 2023 Joe Flacco again. Bro, 2023 Joe Flacco. He has completely rearranged this offense. And if someone would have told me this last year, whenever he was on the Jets, I would have called you crazy. Because they all would have called you crazy. So I would have been like, there's no way he can do any better than Deshaun Watson, right? Mm-hmm. This man literally almost gave Amari Cooper a record if coach would have put him back in. This man, Amari he got Cooper. a record for the Browns, though. That's the most yeah. receiving yards by a Browns wide receiver in a game in Browns history. So Amari Cooper. The Cowboys are crazy for letting him leave for a fifth round pick, which was crazy. When when it happened, I said it was crazy, and now you're seeing the repercussions of it happening. But yeah, but like backup quarterbacks, you got people like Josh Dobbs, Nick Mullins, Jake Browning. They've all had their respectable short term, really Runs. good games yeah. over the years. 
And it's just like, yeah, these guys are definitely tough before they regress back to where they were before. Mm-hmm. And but just with the Browns with Joe Flacco, he's been on it every game. Bro said like, he wants that ring. He said he <laughs> wants another one. And this is like this is like the QB play that like people are scared to see. Mm-hmm. Is there what they, they just won their tenth game this week? They're ten and five right now. Something this, like that, yeah. It's a scary Browns team. And I would want to see them in the playoffs. I would not want to see them in the playoffs because they still have a chance for the first seed too. Mm-hmm. They could get that by if if what's it called? Lamar. The Ravens end up losing a couple, and they and even if they they win the next one because they I think they have the tiebreaker, don't they? Because they play again too later this season, or am I being bugging? I think they. I thought they. What's it called? They, they played twice already. Who? The Ravens and the um, Browns. Uh, I, I don't think they did. That's I don't what I'm think so. Honestly, yeah. they might play. We'll have to see. But I mean, because they lost to Deshaun Watson, and this team is um, moving a lot more with Joe Flacco in that quarterback. So I, I'd be interested to see that game. But you know, you got twenty-seven for forty-two, three hundred sixty-eight yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, but one of them was like a deep shot. It was basically a punt, y'all. Like, yeah. come on. Hey, I know you're ready to talk about this. I know you're excited. The Panthers, they lost, but you saw Bryce Young was out there cooking. 30 beans. We put up 30 jerrys. I have not felt that happy. I, I was sad at the end. I'll, I'll give you that. But me seeing the growth that Bryce Young has been able to show throughout this whole game, in the last two games, he's been spot on in, in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I can't even be mad. But this is the time where we got to start the game like that. You feel me? Yeah, so he's yeah. shown promise. But it's about time where we actually start showing this the whole game. And I and I get it. We're against the Joe Barry offense. <laughs> Joe, I mean, Joe Barry defense. Joe Barry might be the worst DC in the league. Maybe behind Shane Desai. Hey. Sean Desai is not um, really DC no more. Pat Matricia's calling our plays. We're looking pretty okay now. Yeah, I mean, y'all yeah, yeah, yeah looking good. But, I mean, just with Joe Barry, people have their best games against that Green Bay defense. Mm-hmm. We saw Derek Carr go crazy against that defense. You know, so, who, you know who couldn't go crazy though, Patrick Mahomes. But you know who did? Bryce Young. Hey, like Bryce Patrick, Young better than Pat. Bryce Young, low key. But yeah, yo, this is um some you you're really excited to see for you guys have been struggling all year, but seeing your quarterback go out there and do this as a rookie, and then finally seeing some promise that made you want to draft him at number one overall. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really looking good going into the next season. And as you build around him, he should look a lot, a lot better. Because once you don't have Adam Thielen as your number one option, your team will look really great. But it's just kind of sad because mm-hmm. our round one pick six overall tackle is out here looking like garbage. <laughs> and I, I hate to say it because I'm an advocate for the offensive line. But it's like, bro, we we took you. We could have... We we could have taken Charles Cross or some somebody, and and some Seahawks fans don't even like him, but it's just that like you were drafted that high for a reason. You got to go do something, and not get bullied by some average defensive lineman. You better. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Jerry's there is three players in this MVP race, and we have Lamar Jackson, we have Christian McCaffrey. And last of all, Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Darius, who do you think is going to win MVP? Well, 
who I think is going to win is way different than who I want to win. I definitely think Lamar is 100% going to win that award. Like, it's his, it's his award to lose now. But um, I'm not saying that he shouldn't win because he does have really impressive stats. He has 300, I mean, 3,357 yards passing, 19 touchdowns to seven interceptions. And he has 786 rushing yards with five touchdowns. So that's really impressive, you know, stats overall. But it's not the best in really any category except for um, rushing for a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He's not leading the league in passing yards. He's not leading the league in t passing touchdowns or rushing touchdowns as a quarterback. He's not leading the league um, with the, his pa passing touchdowns, the interception ratio. So like he's not really doing anything really outstanding. But at the same time, he's the reason why this team is winning these games. So if you take Lamar out of the equation for the Ravens, they're not winning a lot of these games just because Lamar has a different factor. People have the game plan totally different to him than they do anybody else. So I think Lamar is the best quarterback option, and he's probably going to win since this is a quarterback award. Um, but I really think CMC or Tyreek should win. I'm really undecided because you have CMC, who's first in rushing yards with um, 1395. Yeah, he's third in rushing touchdowns, 14 touchdowns behind Jalen Hurts. But... um. <laughs> Receiving 547 yards and seven touchdowns. So he's having a really good um season. Almost a, he's right under 2,000 yards, all-purpose yards. So I really think that he should win, but um he's probably not. I think he's the second, he has the second best odds, which we'll see how that turns out when the season ends. Cause um everybody everybody feels like he should win the award, but a lot of people are still um really saying that. Lamar is going to win it still. Mm -hmm. But I really think that CMC deserves to win that award because he's he's the most valuable player to that 49ers team. You saw what happens when they started um, really um, focusing on CMC against the Ravens, right? The Ravens really yeah. focused on stopping CMC first first off, and then the rest just came with it. You know what I'm saying? Brock Purdy couldn't pass the ball. The receivers couldn't really get as much separation. But because everything starts off with CMC and his um, ability to establish a run game or get involved in the pass game. And then on the other hand, you got Tyree Kill, who has 1641 receiving yards, which is first in the NFL for receiving yards. Second um, is A.J. Brown. I think he has 200 yards less, which, or 200, 300 yards less, which is Tyree Kill's just above everybody. Um, so he's probably not going to hit that 2,000 receiving yards unless he can get 360 rush, uh, receiving yards in the next two games. And in one of those games is against the Ravens, who have a really good passing defense. So it probably won't happen, but um, we'll see what happens. You know, um, he, Marlon Humphreys might have an off game. You never know. But he has 12 receiving touchdowns, which is second in the NFL. So Tyreek Hill, he's also having a great receive, um, receiving um, year, just a great year as a receiver. And he's also one of the main reasons why that, that Dolphins team is so good right now. But um, I think Tyreek Hill's odds would have been greatly increased if he was closer to that 2,000-yard mark and got over that 2,000-yard receiving season. Mm -hmm. But right now, I th my favorite is CMC. That's who I really want to win. I, that's who, I know that that's probably who you want to win, too, you know, since he was a Carolina Panther for most of his career. But um, at the end of the day, we both know it's probably going to be Lamar because at the end of the day, it is a quarterback award. Um, so that's the award. Yeah, there's nothing you can really do against, about that. I mean, yeah, um, Lamar Jackson, 3,300 yards, 19 touchdowns, seven picks on the year, 
20 and one against NFC teams over his career. And I'm pretty sure his only loss was last year, back in 2020. Daniel Jones and the New York Packers. <laughs> Bro, that's a crazy game to lose. And Bro, Daniel Jones, him. <laughs> Bro, uh, whenever I think of Daniel Jones, I just think of him literally running against y'all. Was it y'all where he Yep, and he and fell, fell at the 10 yard line? And they did, did they even score that drive? I don't even know. I don't bro, remember. I, don't I know think... they lost that game, though. Yeah, bro. They haven't beat y'all in, like, what? No, they – because they – um we're 11-0 in the link against them. In yeah, the last... y'all in the link. Yeah, I forget. But I think we're undefeated. I think we won the last five or – no. I think it was the last six matchups. I think that's what it was. I remember – I think it was, like – it was the year y'all went to the Super Bowl. I had uh, – y'all won the Super Bowl. I had y'all's – I had Zach Ertz on my fantasy. Zach and I, Ertz. And it was the game y'all went to OT with the with the Giants, and he got the overtime TD, and that literally won me my game. I was on the edge of my seat for real. I think the first, last time the Giants beat us was the first game against them in um 2021 when Jalen Hurts was his first year as a starter in Philly. I think that was their first time, last time meeting us. So right now we're six and zero against them because we played them twice last year. No, we played them once more that time, one more time that year. Then we played them four times or three times last year, and then I think so. I think it's actually five and zero, uh, five yeah. five in a row. But anyways, back back to Lamar. You can see how this team really leans on him as a player. And without and, and we've seen it without Lamar, this team is not the same. You, you can put in Tyler Huntley, you could put in RG3 a couple years ago. Like mm-hmm. these guys are not Lamar at all. And that's yeah. that's honestly why he's the most valuable player on that team, obviously. Mm-hmm. And guys really teams were really sitting there talking about, I don't want him in the offseason. Not like because mm-hmm. he he wasn't like a for real, for real free agent. Because the, the Ravens had a chance to match it. Yeah, because at that point, it was just you're negotiating for the Ravens. But mm-hmm. no one even tried to go out and get him. I was, mm-hmm. I was a bunch of teams. Like, teams were trying to be the first one to say, we do not want this guy, which is crazy. <laughs> they were asking for two first rounds for him and then um something else. And I would have taken up on that offer. Bro was a former MVP like three years ago. And then he's about to win MVP again this year. And the fact that you didn't want him on your team which for for what reason? Like, cause he got hurt a couple of times, but like it's not like he's injury prone. He got hurt a like he barely gets hurt. Yeah. Um, but like, like I'm about to talk about y'all because y'all are one of the teams that said y'all don't want him. Like the Panthers, y'all didn't want to trade away two first round picks for Lamar Jackson, but y'all traded away two first round picks for Bryce Young, and you traded away DJ Moore. You guys might have been able to keep DJ Moore and then go out and get Lamar. Or the Atlanta Falcons, who are like, nah, we're not going to go get um, Lamar Jackson, even though he wants to play in Atlanta. Like, what was the <laughs> issue? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. We we know what the real issue was, bro. Mm-hmm. We all know. And CMC, it would be so great if he were to win MVP. And uh, it, would just, it would just be good. I, I know he's not a Panther anymore. So sad. So Panther at sad. heart, though. Panther at heart, though. I think any Panther fan would honestly be happy to see him win an MVP at any time, you know? I think anybody would really be happy to see him win MVP. I don't know anyone would be upset about CMC winning. Mm -hmm. 
because it'd be it'd be um a refresher, you know, all these quarterbacks winning the award. It'd be nice to see a non-quarterback win. When was the last? Who's the last non-quarterback to win the award? Was it Adrian Peterson? I think it was back in 2012 or whatever. Yeah, somebody. I thought it was 2008. Was it 2008? Was it really that long ago? I thought it wasn't. Maybe we'll have to see. We might be old, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) We might be old, but I mean, you guys see him see with the. 1942 scrimmage yards on the year. He can hit 2,000 yards again easily because he's rushing for like 70 to 100 every week, and he always has that one run he breaks off. And it's like anytime you see him run, it just looks so smooth, and it's because the offensive line is so good too. Mm -hmm. I'm over here looking. I'm like, dang, we really never did this for CMC. Mm -hmm. But but it it would definitely – He had that 1,000 yard with y'all though, so – yeah. And it, it would just be amazing to see him win an MVP. I, me personally, I have Lamar winning my MVP just because it, it's a quarterback award. Exactly. You can't you can't take it away from people. Like, Calvin Johnson had one of the best receiving seasons, literally the best receiving season of all time and mm-hmm. didn't win MVP. And then not win the award. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and that goes on to talk about Tyreek too. Mm-hmm. If he were to break – if you were to break that receiving season by Calvin Johnson, how would Calvin even feel if Tyreek won MVP? And he was, he was like, well, okay, well, maybe Tyreek gets him by, like, one yard to, like – But at the same time, it's not just that award, too. A lot of other awards are still quarterback awards. Like, we all remember Justin Jefferson um, didn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year because mm-hmm. Justin Herbert did, but everybody thought Justin Jefferson was going to win. Which is just like you know he's a quarterback I, in it. I was kind of in the middle of that. I was in the middle too, and the same thing's gonna happen this year. But CJ Stroud, you know, even though everybody thinks that CJ Stroud's gonna win it no matter what, because he's played out of his mind to make that team so good. Um, he's been hurt a couple games, and people are saying you know it's either him or Puka. Now I'm really undecided between either of those. I like both those players. I think they're both great players. But we all know it's pretty much gonna be um the best quarterback. That's a rookie, and that's gonna be CJ Stroud. So he's gonna win that award. Yeah, and by the looks of it, I don't know if by the way the AFC is looking at least the Houston Texans might not pull out the um playoff hopes for them. However, Just because they lost the last couple, yeah, without CJ. And with and injuries matter, of course. Like mm-hmm. your QB in twenty seventeen literally did not win MVP because how many games did he miss? Like three. Mm-hmm. We Jalen Hurts should have won last year too, but he didn't win because he got hurt at the end of the year. Yep. So it's just injuries always affect um voting. It always will, bro. Then just yeah, bro. I'm I'm pulling for Lamar. You know me, Jerry. I've been talking about this for weeks. I know, I know. I'm so I'm so holding out hope Jalen Hurts wins it somehow. He he's not going to win, but <laughs> I have to. I, all, bro. I, I, I have to hope. You know, hopefully they look at that rushing touchdown um thing. They're like, hey, you know what? Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Bro, there's Jalen Hurts somehow managed to get the one seed back. You know, you never know, because it's it's impossible for us. Because yeah. all we need to do is hope win out and then hope that the Niners lose a game. And that's all we um hope for. It definitely is possible. Just speaking of quarterbacks, I want to get into our top five QBs. It's getting late into the season, Jerry's. It's been it's about, it's about time we get into this. It's about I, time. I want to hear your top five QBs right now. All right, you mean start at one or start at five? Start at five. Start at five. I'm a but I'm a but Dak Prescott. 
All right. Dak Prescott's playing out of his mind this year. You know, he was an MVP candidate a couple of weeks ago. But, um, you know, it's crazy because I didn't have him in my top 15 um, coming into the year. You yeah. know, I'll, we were, we had that conversation early in the podcast. Um, Not this episode, but like earlier when we had started the podcast. Is, is it time for the Cowboys to move on from Dak? And we, we both said, yes, it was. We both said, yes, it was time. And now we're like, oh, they're playing really well with Dak. So I don't know what they're going to do going into the offseason. They're probably going to keep him and move on from Mark uh, Mike McCarthy once they, you know, bounce out the playoffs because, you know, they're probably going to bounce out the playoffs early because, you know, they're the Dallas Cowboys. But um, Dak Prescott was playing out of his mind. He's playing MVP football. He's not turning the ball over. That was a big knock on him last year. But um, he's doing a real go- good job at protecting the ball. He's, I think he's third or something – Third in um first, second, or third. So he's top three, I think, in passing yards this season, if I'm not mistaken. And then um I think he has the most passing touchdowns, or he's the second most passing touchdowns behind Josh Allen, I think. Yeah. In the league. So Dak Prescott is playing out of his mind, but the one guy above him is Josh Allen. Josh Allen hasn't been playing great all year. He has turned the ball over the most this season. But even recently, his stretch, he's been playing really well ever since they fired their um, offensive coordinator. And was it who was it, Joe Brady? He take, He's taking over the play calling. Bro, I'm so mad that he's doing so good <laughs> for them. Because he was a Panther the year after LSU won the national championship. We're like, okay. Hey, this man for you just guys. Hit, this man just had Joe Burrow throwing for five mm-hmm. huncho every game against every college team. And then we get to Carolina, we can't score any points. <laughs> Bro, it sounds like a franchise issue to me. Sounds, sounds like a franchise issue to me. But Josh Allen, he's playing great football. You know, um, every year he's always top five. Um, last year he was, I think he was the for me he was fourth at least. He was behind, you know, Hertz and then um Burrow and Mahomes obviously. But Josh Allen is legit. He's always top three or borderline top three. So, you know, I think having him at four is really, really respectable. At number three, I have Jalen Hurts. I will love him to be higher. But, you know, he did drop those last three against really good teams, which we needed. But at the same time, you can't take away that he's extremely clutch, right? Like, with a losing record, he's like – he has like – he's like 30 and four, I think, against when he's losing at mm-hmm. halftime or in the fourth quarter. He always finds a way to win, right? You um You can never count Jalen Hurts out. He's a great thrower of the ball. He's doesn't probably doesn't have the best arm strength on this list, but he's really smart with the football. He's a great thrower of the football. He's a great runner. Not as good as the one guy I have ahead of him, but um I'll go ahead and do that. I don't one let me just say I don't have Joe Burrow on my list right now cuz I'm thinking not the top 5 quarterbacks like if they're all healthy right now cuz then that list would be completely different, but Joe Burrow obviously has been hurt for the last few weeks. So I'm doing just off right now who's playing and whatnot. So I have Lamar at number two. Lamar is probably going to win MVP. Um, Lamar, just a great quarterback. He's already an MVP winner. He's won, he won one back in 2019. I think it was 2019 or 2018? 2019. 2019. And he has that team as the number one seed over there in the AFC, which is way tougher than the NFC. You know, all that talent they have over in the AFC is really hard to be number one, and he's making it look easy. You know what I'm saying? The ones he has lost, they have, I think, they're all in between, like, three points that they've lost this year. I don't think they've got blown out at all. So, Lamar's just playing incredible football, smart football, and he's leading the best team in the NFL right now. 
Then number one, you already know who it is. It's Patrick Mahomes. His team sucks right now. His defense is good, but that offense is just bad. They can't. I don't know what's going on over there with that offense. I know the receiving core is a big issue, but then you see Patrick Mahomes throwing um, passes he normally doesn't pass, and then it's getting intercepted, and he's turning the ball over. That's not Pat, very Patrick Mahomes like. But at the end of the day, this is Patrick Mahomes. You know, where like people are people are having the conversation right now. Who's the best quarterback of all time? Is gonna is it Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady right now? It's still Tom Brady right now because Tom Brady has seven freaking rings, so you can't put Patrick Mahomes above him yet. But the fact that we're having this conversation already in his career just has to put him at number one. And it's hard for me to move him away from number one just because of how great of a talent Patrick Mahomes is and how differently people have the game plan against him compared to other quarterbacks. Yeah, and that's a good list. I'll, I'll say my, mine's a bit different. And I want to start off – I want to start off with the honorable mention because this guy has been playing lights out since he's got back. His injury feels like he hasn't even missed a step. And I'm going to put Matthew Stafford as my honorable mention. I want to put him in top five so bad, but there's guys in this, like, if I put him mm -hmm. over him, y'all going to call me crazy. No, I feel you. you. Know? Matt Stafford has been playing really well. He's and been playing really good this yeah, year. He has 3,648 yards on the year, 23 touchdowns. Mind picks. I mean, Cooper Cup came back and he started going even more insane. He's got Puka Nakua, bro. Bro, Just every receiver that's had really great years, Calvin Johnson, um, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, all one constant. That's Matthew freaking Stafford, man. There's a reason, bro. People try to say he's not um Hall of Fame material. Pat Matthew Stafford deserves to be in the Hall of Fame once he retires from the league. Most definitely, bro. It's cool. Bro, this man has three daughters. I saw the, I saw a video of him, and, and they were just like, oh, my God, where's daddy? And it was just like, bro, this man is – he's su such a great guy. And, he, bro, Matthew Stafford just seems like such a nice guy in general. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, he seems like field. a great guy. I don't ever um, see him talking trash or nothing like that, bro. You just, ever see the videos of him talking trash? No, I see oh. Philip like, the most videos I've seen of people talking trash, I see Philip Burvers talking trash. But I don't see him him be talking trash. Matthew be talking his word. I don't be seeing him talking trash at all, yeah, bro. You gotta show me them videos. You gotta show me them yeah, videos. I definitely will. Then at five, I also have Dak. I mean, that Dak's been solid the whole year. We were talking about him being MVP at one point. Mm -hmm. You feel me? We we literally took Dak in the beginning of the year and had a full 360. I mean, we were like, <laughs> Yeah, maybe the Cowboys should let him go. Mm -hmm. Actually, nah, he's MVP. Oh, no. <laughs> and then my number four, I have Hurts, and he, he's been solid on the year. One of the most clutch QBs. Why are you looking at me like <laughs> He's one of the most clutch QBs this season, and just honestly, just, just leading a really good team. I mean, just has mm -hmm. a solid team in general, which I feel like sometimes makes you better as a quarterback. Having yeah. you having a good offensive line. Obviously, wasn't as good as last year, but I also want to note that, like, my my QB rankings, there's not like too much of the drop off. Yeah, like, me neither. Like if you were to put me on like a power ranking stance, like it could be one and one point one. Like mm -hmm. that's the drop off between these guys. Number three, I have Josh Allen. I know some people might call me crazy. He has the most touchdowns on the year. He might have the most turnovers. But he also slings the rock more than Bro, anybody. He's else. having himself a Jameis 30 for 30 season. <laughs> bro, he might, bro. But it's just like you, you got a most touchdowns on the season. Rodgers by number one, bro. It's Jameis. 
My number one is Jameis. Bro, don't even play. Don't even play. I love Jameis. Bro, I'll never understand. I don't understand either, bro. I don't know why. But yeah, like, it's just hard to hate him, bro. I know it, it, it is hard to hate him. He's he's a funny guy. Then mm-hmm. um, he, he's he's just he's definitely bringing the Bills back too. Whether they're sitting at nine and five right now or nine and six, yeah. And they're right now. I think they're the sixth seed. Yeah, like they could. If if the Miami don't well now the Mi- Dolphins already clinched their division by that win yesterday or two days ago. No, they still have a chance. I thought they clinched the East because they play the Bills one more time. So if they lose, if the Dolphins lose out, and the Bills win out, the Dolphins are gonna um get the wild. They could they clinched a playoff spot. They didn't clinch the division though. Okay, well, yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. They didn't clinch the playoff spot. Then at my number two, I have Lamar Jackson. Lamar has been him all year. Y'all know that's my MVP. Trust, put respect on his name. And I'm just hoping when, when I'm hoping he he's in that stadium in February, y'all. Because mm-hmm. my team ain't gonna make it. Jerry's team ain't gonna make it. Whose team not gonna make it? <laughs> <laughs> Whose team? Jalen Hurts not gonna bro. Honestly, the streets need a Lamar Jackson versus Jalen Hurts Super Bowl. That's what we need, brother. The streets need it. <laughs> bro. America will go crazy for two back-to-back Super Bowls with two black quarter starting against them. Bro, exactly. America would would explode, bro. I don't even know. Bro, bro, let, let's get um let's get Snoop Dogg back in. No, bro, 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 bro. Think about it though. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson Super Bowl with Usher performing at halftime. That'll be crazy. That's a big win for black people. Because Usher is performing at halftime, bro. Like they yeah. have the stage, bro. They just need to set it up. Not for real. And then at number one, I have Mr. Kermit himself, Patrick Mahomes. It's just, I, honestly, for me, it's like you see so much about Patrick Mahomes, like you don't even want to put him here because you realize mm-hmm. he'd be talking all this crazy nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's just like, like you said, Jerry's people are already putting this man in GOAT conversations. Mm-hmm. He's already been playing like it. No one else has really been on this level already. He has two rings and two MVPs. He got drafted in 2018. <laughs> like, they, this man, they, they tried to switch it up this year, but there was a stat. In November, he's like 10-1, versus AFC West teams. Mm-hmm. He can't lose against his own division for real. Now he can. Now he can. Raiders. Exactly. But, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where – Hell, it wasn't even his fault, honestly. Uh-huh. Big six, yeah, but that was just a bad throw. You see that one tweet that that guy said, POV, Patrick Mahomes um, throwing a pick six this weekend? And it was literally. Oh, yeah. It was and it was, like, it was like six play. weeks ago. Bro. It was like it was like six weeks ago, and it was like the exact same interception. Yes, bro. And I was, it was like, like, and it said to Jack Jones of all people, too. So, like, it was the exact person. Like bro, how to pet bro? The government gotta go get him. <laughs> I'm telling you. I told y'all Jack Jones was nice. I told y'all, bro. I still gotta I'm not, be convinced. I'm not saying he's the best cornerback in the league or none like that. But bro was nice. Bro was a good player for the defense. But yeah, I mean, that, that's my top five. We we kind of had a now that I, like I thought about it, our our top five was kind of similar. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. We just switched up um, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. 
at the three and four spot. But aside from that, we all we had pretty much the same people on there. I want to put Stafford in there so bad. I need. Stafford I James was in there, but bro doesn't play. Bro does <laughs> bro. not play. <laughs> bro, Jace, I'm telling you, like whenever um whenever the playoffs come around, people are not going to want to see the Rams. And rent, hey, I'll say it right now because they're getting caught at the right time. The Rams are getting caught at the exact right time. Unless they play, depending on who gets the first seed. So if the 49ers don't get the first seed, somehow they end up playing. Unless they play the 49ers, the Rams are going to win their wild card game. So sorry to whoever's playing them. Cowboys, if they, if, even if they play the 49ers, they still might win. I know, but honestly, like every time I watch them, just like, bro. Bro, look, honestly, the Rams, the Rams have a lot in common with the Miami Heat did this year. You know what I'm saying? They, they could be like the eight seed. Going all the way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, that's a solid team. It, mm-hmm. It'd be crazy seeing Matthew Seven in another Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. So, especially coming off a not so great year, bro. Yeah, I, like not not saying he's not having a great. I'm saying the team's not having a great year. You know what I'm saying? They're having a good year, a stretch right now. So I'm saying they're that's what I'm saying. They're getting hot at the right time. You feel me? Most definitely. Just being the teams, we're gonna go ahead and get into one of our last topics: our top five teams. Oh, games of the week. Games of, the, Games week. of the week, yes. Games of the week. And then, um, let me go ahead and go first. Yeah, you got it. All right, gotcha. Um, first game I have here is Detroit at Dallas. You know, um, Dallas has dropped two recently against some really good teams, and this is another really good team. But they do have the privilege of hosting the Detroit Lions at home. And, you know, Dallas has not lost a home game this season. Detroit does have a chance at um, beating them at home because they do have a really good run offense, which mm-hmm. is the Dallas Cowboys' um, weakness. This is a kryptonite. But at the same time, their defense is a pretty suspect. I wouldn't trust that Detroit defense to hold off against that um, Dallas Cowboys offense. I really don't see anybody on that um, secondary really holding C.D. Lamb. So um, this should be interesting. Um, hopefully they get that run game Start start that going now because that's something you need down the stretch. And since they just still don't have it really established, um, it's gonna make them pretty one dimensional by the time the playoffs come around. And this is exactly when you want to start running the ball. Um, you want to ba- go back back and forth and name all three of mine, and then you just name all three of yours because honestly, like we're in week seventeen. There's not too many crazy games we're gonna see. We're all worried yeah. about these same games. Okay, I got you. I got you. Then you probably got this one too. Then it's Miami at Baltimore. And then um, this is really going to decide the number one seed because if Miami wins, they're going to hold the number one seed and they're going to win the division with that win against Baltimore. But if Baltimore wins, they clinch the number one seed. They can rest all their starters in week 18 and just get ready for they get The starters will get a pretty much a two-week bye, you know, getting ready for the um, second round of the playoffs. So I do think Baltimore is going to win because Miami, how they won – um, against Dallas, like it was a good win, but you know, Baltimore is way better. Exactly, it wasn't too convincing. And Baltimore has a way better team than Dallas does. And I think that Baltimore is gonna do the same thing they did to San Francisco against Miami. And then my last game, I have Arizona at Philly, just because. Um, even though Arizona is a really not a great team this year, Arizona and Philly is always a close game, no matter what. So, um, I love seeing Kyler Murray and um Jalen Hurts go one on one against each other. Because, you know, both OU guys, even though Jalen Hurts was only at OU for his senior year, but um, both are OU guys. Both have a pretty similar game um, with the how they throw the ball, how they run, how they um, 
good mobile quarterbacks. So it should be a really good game between them. And then I hope Philly just kills them, blows them out the water. <laughs> because um, I love Kyler Murray, bro. I love K1. I always say K1 for MVP at least once a year. But I can't I can't support them at all right now against Philly just because Jonathan Gannon got left in Arizona. And we have to show him, you know, you suck. <laughs> yeah. You're bad. Hey, I mean, my two two of my games you already said Lions Cowboys. That's going to be. I think it'll be game of the year. I I honestly thought that the Ravens and 49ers might be, but I'm I'm looking for a lot of points scored this weekend. I also think that um Philly and Philly and uh Buffalo the Bills. Yeah, I think still think that's the best game of the that's the game of the year for me so far. Hey, we got two more weeks left, brother. Mm -hmm. Two more weeks. Then, you know, you also got Dolphins versus Ravens. I got Ravens in that one. And then another game, I I won't say, like, I'm too worried about, but I'm honestly quite excited to see. Well, I won't say excited, but it'll be somewhat a good game. I think that's going to be Steelers at Seahawks. Just Mm. because both of these teams, honestly, have a still have a real chance to make the playoffs, especially with the Steelers winning their game Mm -hmm. convincingly. Against the Bengals last week, you had Mason Rudolph go crazy. You had George Pickens just four catches, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Went insane that game. And that, that'll honestly just be hopefully a pretty good game. I feel like every game I watch that's in Lumen Field is a good game. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to say this now, y'all. If Trevor Lawrence don't play next week, Panthers win. Panthers low-key might win either way. With Trevor Lawrence, yeah. With Trevor Lawrence, Panthers. That boy, Bryce, Bryce, is getting, Bryce is getting hot. I'll have to say Bryce, Bryce is getting, getting hot. Doug Peterson, we coming. Dougie <laughs> we P. are coming. Dougie P. Sorry. Right, let's go ahead and do our top five teams of um in the NFL. Um, You want to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, my, my list kind of changed up from last week, as I said it would. And at number five, I have – Detroit back here. Yeah, Detroit Lions at number five. They just had pre- pretty good couple of weeks. I, I'm honestly glad they're back because there, there were a couple of weeks where it was like, dang, like you, you you done told me they're frauds. And I'm like, nah, bro, they're not frauds. Number four, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. And just with them being here, they, they haven't, besides the Giants, they still lost those three in a row. Still hold that to heart because they <laughs> were not good losses at all. I mean, no loss is a good loss, mm-hmm. but e- either way, you still you still got to make it back up there. Those are convincing losses. So, I mean, that's where, depending on what happens with other teams, that's probably where they'll be for the rest of the year on my list at least. Number three, I have the Miami Dolphins. I know that Philly beat Miami. I know y'all beat them convincingly too. At least I thought it was convincingly. But over the past week, over the past two weeks, I felt like this Dolphins team has shown a lot of promise within going into the postseason. They just beat the Jets last week 30-0, then go out and beat the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys aren't too great on the road, but at the same time... That's where they're, how most of their playoff games are going to go on the road. <laughs> yeah. so we need to, that's how we need to see. Yeah, yeah, better... It's good because people better hope Cowboys don't get first seed because they are electric at home. Number two, I got the San Francisco 49ers. I know they just lost by two touchdowns yesterday, but that was against the best team in the league. I can't lie. 
And I know I've said this before. I know that my drop off wasn't too big between these teams, but now I, I still don't think it isn't. Even though the Ravens won, basically blew them out the water at home. The 49ers are still better than these next three than these past three teams that I've named, in my opinion. So, and at number one, y'all already know Baltimore Ravens. I'm so glad I can put them at my number one this week. I'm excited that. It's finally happened. The graphic is going to go on Instagram. I'm going to be like, yeah. Big trust. Big trust. Y'all already know. Hey, hey, this is a really good list. Mine's pretty similar, except I do not have Detroit on my list. Um, Number five, I have the Miami Dolphins. You know, they did get a good win against the Dallas Cowboys um, this week, but I'm still not really convinced on that team. But I'm also not really convinced on Detroit. So that's why Detroit's not doesn't happen to be on my list this week. But um, those are so two really good football teams. Nothing taken away from those. Dallas is a really good football team. It's just um, I'm really not as convinced to put them higher on my list just because that's not I haven't really seen enough recently from them that makes me want to go put them ahead. Number four, I have the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills still don't have the better record than any of these teams on here. But Buffalo did beat the Miami Dolphins earlier this year when they weren't playing their best football. So and they blew out Miami, you know, so now that they're that offense is moving way more efficiently. I do think that that Buffalo team is going to blow them out later this year when they play again. So I do think the Bills are a better team and um, they have them at number four. Philadelphia is at number three. They got a they got a much needed win against the Giants. It wasn't a great win, but it was a much needed win that will build momentum back up as we head into the playoffs. And they also beat the Bills and Dolphins already, so I have that tiebreaker to, to just move them up at three above both of them. Um, number two, I have the 49ers. You know, have had them there the last couple of weeks. Told y'all um, Ravens are finna go in there, handle business, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what they did. So um, 49ers are still a really good football team. You know, Brock Purdy will get some of this stuff fixed. But at the same time, you know, um, there's a reason why he was Mr. Relevant. You know, he's, he's still a good football player. But um, you, this is kind of the stuff you kind of expect when he's under pressure. He'll start to fold a little bit, and that's what we saw last night. Number one, I have the Ravens. I don't really see anything stopping them except for themselves because Baltimore has the best team in the league right now. And um, go uh, go Ravens flock. Like I said, go Ravens, Ravens flock. Ravens flock, baby. I need Odell with another ring. Odell with ring number two. Ring number two. Bro, I'm telling you. I could care less if Odell wins another ring. I need Lamar Lamar to win his first ring. That's what I need. Yeah, until until he sees Jalen Hurts, which won't happen. But oh yeah, no, when he sees Jalen Hurts, bro, I'm sorry, (laughs) Lamar, but it's done with. It's done with. Jalen Hurts is gonna Jalen Hurts gonna be throwing touchdowns. Nah, for real, bro. Honestly, he might as well just win. Jalen Hurts scores fifty touchdowns, (laughs) breaks the record. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts makes history in the Super Bowl, throws a game-winning touchdown, scores 67 points in the Super Bowl. Bro will not show any emotion. <laughs> but, yeah, bro, I mean, that that's going to go ahead and wrap us up, y'all. If you're watching, if you've been with us all this time, I want to say thank you. If you this is your first time watching, thank you for coming, chilling with us. Thank you for listening. We hope y'all have. We hope you had an amazing Christmas with y'all's families. And anything you gotta say, Jerry's? Nah, thank you guys. Um, like we said, this episode came out a little bit late because we were with our family for Christmas. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. 
And um, next week will probably be late too, cause time um our New Year with our family as well. But um, thank you guys, you know, um uh, for uh who, those of you who have been with us since the beginning, and going forward, um we got a lot, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to in the new year on J Tennessee. So you know, get ready, guys. Yes, sir. Y'all tap in. Appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you, guys.